Yes, he is. Amen. He is, amen. He is our portion. Amen. And uh, as long as he is our portion, we're safe. <laughs> amen. And uh, I'm glad to be back here. And it's good to be in the house of the Lord once again tonight. And I really appreciate Brother Tim for the trust and confidence he has extended to uh, the little servant from the Philippines. Amen. Uh, you know, if there's someone who is needy this evening, I'm that one. <laughs> because to be standing before this great man of God behind me, amen, that get me uh, more nervous. Amen. So we're entirely depending upon him tonight. We cannot do anything without him. Amen. I'm glad to see uh, the Joshua and his family. Amen. So... Uh, I bring greetings from my little congregation back there in the Philippines, the Capstone Believers, and uh, uh, we really love the Lord. We, we love you and uh, Brother Timothy and Brother Tim. Uh, they've been a tremendous blessing during our youth camp last May, and uh, uh, we just wish they will be able to make it there once again, and we pray that... Uh, Bird Tim can also make his way. <laughs> Amen. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it is only uh, the Lord that can make it possible. Amen. I know it takes a miracle to bring him on the other side, but I know the miracle is on the making. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So... Uh, God bless you, and before I let you sit down for a while, I just want to read the portion of the scripture, and you know, Brother Danny, I'm just, uh, I'm just a, a simple preacher, I don't have my own message, amen, we're just feasting on the message of the hour, hallelujah, so let's read from the book of Job, chapter 23, uh, familiar scriptures. Start in verse 8. It says here, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Amen. And this is what God wants us to be. Amen. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have steamed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. I believe that's our condition tonight. Amen. Uh, his word, amen, is more important than anything else. Hallelujah. Let's just bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we commit everything into your mighty hands, Lord. Uh, you know what we need, and you can speak from your throne of mercy tonight. We believe, God, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord God, you know where we are, and you know where we are going. 
because you know where we come from. And so by these words that have come from you, we just want to share it, Lord God. Amen. As we commit everything into your mighty hands. Bless your people tonight in Jesus Christ's wonderful name. Everybody say amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Let us give a clap offering to the Lord this evening. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. All right. Amen. And uh, it's a good uh, thing to see my precious friend once again, Brother Brother Craig, his family back here. Amen. Uh, Of course, Brother George Winters. Amen. Uh, He's shining there at the back. Amen. So... Uh, we're just so glad, amen, to be, to be in the house of the Lord and to be one in the family, amen. Uh, you know, God is a God of variety, amen. So that's why He has sons and daughters all over the world. And it's a good thing that when we, when we meet up, when we see, when we gather together, amen, we see the beauty of God in each and every one of us tonight, amen. So I just would like to speak about a simple subject this evening about the making of the bride. Amen? So, uh, so the making of the bride, there is only one bride. Amen? And uh, uh, because there is only one groom. Amen? So, you see, now in this uh, part of the scripture, I want to deal more on, on verse 10, which says, But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Yeah. Amen. You know that we believe that nothing is hidden in the sight of God. Uh, uh, he knew us before the foundation of the world. And because he knew us before the foundation of the world, he already knew where we are going. Amen. A lot of people have no knowledge about that. We never knew about it until we heard this message of the hour. And I believe this message of the hour, you know, it did not make us sons and daughters of God. uh, uh, But this message of the hour made us realize that we are sons and daughters of God. Amen. In the mind of God, we were already in Him. Amen. And uh, 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 But we come to a point that we realize who we are. Amen. And, 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 and we realize, you know, I, I'm part of this body. I'm proud of the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then I realize, then I know how to conduct myself. Because uh, I have been privileged to be chosen by the Lord before the foundation of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. So now listen. So in this, we see if we talk about Job. But Brother Benham said, Job, the book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible. It was written... Uh, uh, he said, Moses wrote Genesis several hundred years after. Amen. So if this is the oldest book, amen, it, it, it was already in the mind of God. And we know if this is the old book. It contains everything in it. So I would like to believe tonight, amen, that this uh, uh, book of Job being the oldest of all the books. That have been written and, and, and is being available according to the prophet of, of God in this eight, day and age. Then it contains everything that the whole Bible has. Because in it, you see, uh, uh, 
that's why you see in 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 uh, in in Job. If we're going to read Job chapter one up to verse three, look at this. He said, "There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and shewed evil." And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 500 yoke of oxen and 500 she-asses and a very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. That's chapter 1. Amen. And then if we pass forward (laughs) and don't read the rest. Of the book of Job. And then we, we, we move to chapter 42. Which is the last part of the book of Job. Then we can see there in verse 10. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. When he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then came there unto him all his brethren. And all his sisters. And all they that had been of his acquaintance before and did eat bread with him in his house. And they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money and everyone an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep, originally 7,000. And 6,000 camels, in chapter 1, it's 3,000. And a thousand yoke of oxen, in chapter 1 it was 5,000. And a thousand she asses. Amen. So everything doubled in the end. Amen. So if we read Job in the beginning and then we make a shortcut at the end, then we see how God blessed doubly Job. All right? And you know, God. You know, he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the author and the, 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 the finisher of our faith. Amen. But I believe, amen, he is the, he is the beginning, he is the end, but he is the same God in between. All right? So, you see, if we don't look at the, uh, 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 at the chapters between chapter 1 and the last chapter, which is chapter 42. Amen. We're just going to look at Job as, you know, God is so blessed, you know, at the beginning of his life and at the end of his life, you know. God bless him uh, double times, twice of the blessings that he had. Amen. So, but looking through, you know what I'm speaking about? In between, we know how Job lived a miserable life. He passed through a lot of things, hardships, troubles. Amen. His friends, even his wife and family left him. He was left with nothing. Amen. And, 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 and you see, uh, one time when, uh, when, when there was uh, a servant of him who came and reported what had happened, you know, and, and the Bible said, while this servant was just reporting what had happened, amen, while he was yet speaking, amen, another trouble came. Amen, and, and another trouble came. It came in waves and waves and waves. Hallelujah. So everything gets in there, everything, all kinds of hardship came to Job. And we don't see that, amen, uh, uh, if we just read 
the beginning and the ending of the book of Job. So now, now my point this evening, as, as Brother Benham said, in our walk, in our Christian walk, in our walk as a message believer, Brother Benham said, God did not just put us in a pipe in one end. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And then wait on the other end. And, and he said, come on, come on, come out of it. And then afterwards, when we came out of the end of the pipe, and then God congratulated us, and he, and, and he says, God, job well done. Right. We have not done anything. Right. We have not accomplished anything. We, we didn't pass any kind of trouble that way. Right. Amen. But God, amen, in his, uh, in his mind, in his full control of everything, knowing from the beginning till the end. Yes. Hallelujah. God, you know, will let us... Uh, experience a lot of things in between, but at the end we know, amen, that God have pre-planned so that in the end we will, we will praise Him. We will worship Him. We will thank Him. Hallelujah. And when we overcome all these trials and, uh, and uh, 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 the struggles, all these kinds of sickness that have come our way, that have come our loved ones, amen, in the end it is, it is precious to worship God because of all these things. Hallelujah. And so that's why, you know, uh, uh, God loves His people who worship Him even after trials. Amen. I remember uh, Paul and Silas when, uh, when they were called by God and they, 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 they received the message and they spread the message outside and then... People did not agree with them, and all these authorities have arrested them, and then uh, whipped them, and removed all their, uh, uh, all their uh, clothes, and everything. And then afterwards, you know, in the evening time, while, while they were, while, while they were in, in, in the, inside the jail, you know, at midnight, they still feel the pains. But they didn't complain. Amen? But in the evening time, you know, when, 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 when you experience some kind of a wound and you didn't put any, uh, 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 any uh, medical things on that, you know, you don't, put, you don't apply anything on it, you know, it gets so painful. Amen? So the deeper the night gets... It becomes more painful. But you see, in, during that midnight, amen, Paul and Silas woke up because it was time for them to worship. And they prayed and they worshiped. Hallelujah. And they worshiped so, uh, uh, so hard. Amen. They worshiped. So deeply and so sincere, amen, that the prisoners, that the uh, inside the jail, amen, beyond the, the, uh, the, the place where they were, that means they were not silent in praising and worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. Because their voices went up, amen, beyond the room, beyond the jail that they were in. Hallelujah. And so suddenly, amen, it did not only, uh, uh, their voice did not only reach, amen, the nearby uh, uh, jailhouse or rooms, amen, but it even beyond, amen, amen it went beyond the realm. Yeah. 
Hallelujah! It reaches, and, and the angels were able to hear them, and God was able to hear them too, that God was able to send an angel and shook the place. Amen? And so something had happened on that. And so when they worship God, and suddenly, you know, uh, all chains were broken. You know, sometimes the, the, uh, uh, the preacher has not preached yet. But while we're worshiping God, somebody who just come in, the, uh, come in the door and he feels so heavy. There's so much burden in his heart. And there's so much things going on in his mind. Amen. But just try to set the atmosphere. Because our manner of worship, and, and it brings us in a certain level, certain kind of atmosphere. Hallelujah. Just before the preaching of the word. Amen. The hearts are being cultivated. Just like a dry soil being cultivated. And it's open up. Amen. And little by little, the word is ready to be dropped. And that make his, makes it easier for the preacher to preach. Hallelujah. And so then chains, you know, little by little, something is dropping. You know, the, the, the prisoners were being released. You know, just by the means of our prayers and worship, people are being released. Amen. So, and so these things, God, you know, in, 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 his, in his mind, you know, knowing from the beginning to the end, as, as Job said, you know, Job said, he knoweth the way that I take. And that gives me a confidence Amen. that God knows everything. God knows, amen, what road should I take? And I have great confidence in Him. Amen. And so He said, He knows the way that I take when He tried me. So trials are being approved by God. When God uh, uh, spoke proudly about Job on Satan, have you tried my son Job? He, God has confidence in Job. He takes pride in him. And so, now, of course, we're so much familiar with that. And, and so when, when, God, uh, when God said, okay, you know, you, you can try, you can do everything with Job, but don't take his life. That means even Satan submit himself. Amen. As far as God can approve. That means everything that happens in our lives, God has approval in it. And He has one purpose. That at the end of the road, we shall be like Him as gold. Because God is a deity. God is gold. And sons and daughters of God must be at the end. Shall be like gold, amen, as, as, as Job said. He said, that He knoweth the way that I take when He had tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Amen. So because God wants to, uh, to give him or to give us his, uh, his, uh, his nature, his characteristics. You know, people can manufacture uh, uh, characteristics. Right? Because, uh, you know, there are uh, fruits of the Holy Spirit. But you know, you know, now they can produce, uh, what do you call this, these plastic things, you know, they make. And they look like real fruits. Right. Amen? But there's nothing in it. 
All right? It's all, you know, it looks like fruits, look like, it looks like grapes, looks like, it looks like mango or something, but there's nothing to it. It's just a manufactured thing. You know, we can manufacture love, we can manufacture uh, 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 all these things, all these outward things, amen? But we cannot produce a genuine fruit if there is no Holy Ghost in it. But listen, when there is the Holy Spirit, you don't have to manufacture things. Amen. You don't have to try. Amen. You don't have to put any extra effort in it. Because the fruits will just come out. Amen. Brother Benham said, just take the, you know, when, when the Holy Spirit in there, it will just produce. Amen. It will just bear fruits in it. The fruit will just come out. Hallelujah. So that's why, you see, now... Uh, uh, now, this is very much familiar. We always quote on it. That character is a victory. It's not a gift. Amen? So we work on it. So he said, oh, he said, a man without character can train because power apart from character is satanic. But power with character is fit to rule. And since he wants us to share even his throne on the same basis that he overcame and sat down in his father's throne, then... We have to overcome to sit with him. And the little temporary suffering we go through now is not worthy to be compared to the tremendous glory that will be revealed in us when he comes. Amen. Oh, what treasures are laid up for those who are willing. Are you willing? Amen. Is that for those who are willing to enter into his kingdom through much tribulation. <clears throat> You know, perfection comes by trials. And sometimes, you know, you, you know, people, you know, you want to be perfect. Yeah, they want to be perfect. But if you want to be perfect, that means you want more trials in it. <clears throat> now he said, think it not strange concerning the fairy trials that are to try you. That is what Peter said. Is it strange that God wants us to develop a Christ-like character that comes through suffering? No, sir. And we all have trials. Amen. Uh, I was conversing with Brother Craig in the room. And he said, you know, just like Brother Ed said, you know, if there is a little church, a small church, it's a small problem. <clears throat> you have a big church, you have a big problem. But if you have no church, you are the problem. <laughs> We should have our own church. Amen. We should realize where we belong. Amen. We, we, which family we should have a home church and, and a pastor that we can, you know, that we can entrust him. Amen. So you see, now we all have trials. We, all, we are all tried and chastened as sons. Not one but goes through that. The church that is not suffering and is not being tried hasn't got it. It isn't of God. Amen. Because he said in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 6. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son. Whom he receiveth. But if he be without chastisement, whereof all the partakers, then ye are bastards and not sons. So, Brother Benham said this in, in the church of Smyrna. But he said... The, the special condition in Smyrna must be applied to every age. 
There is no age free from it. There is no true believer free from it. This is of God. This is the will of God. This is the will of God. Trials, sufferings, persecutions, tribulations. This is the will of God. I say amen to that. Because that is what the prophet of God said. It is needful. Why? Because God wants to see us at the end. Just like like Job said, I will come like gold. In the end. So there is no true believer free from it. This is of God. This is the will of God. It is needful. We need the Lord to teach us the truth that we are to suffer and be Christ-like in doing it. Love suffereth long and is kind. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. For my sake. Oh, you holy rollers. Rejoice. Amen. When you are being named, when you are being branded in anything, rejoice. Amen. <laughs> Amen. For great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which are before you. And I like this portion. The cloud skies and storms of life are no signs of God's disapproval. Sometimes we question, oh, why did it happen to me the moment I received the message? Something happened. Neither are bright skies and still waters signs of His love and approval. His approval of any of us is only in the beloved. His love is elective, which He had for us before the foundation of the world. Does He love us? Yes. But how shall we know? We shall know because He said so and manifested that He did love us for He brought us to Himself and gave us of His Spirit, placing us as sons. And now shall I prove my love to Him by believing what He said... And by conducting myself with joy amidst the trials that he in his wisdom allows to come to pass. Amen. Amen. You know, we Filipinos are known to be resilient. You know, only in the Philippines where you can see people are, you know, swimming in the flood, you know, and, you know, the, the water is just up here. And you can take pictures and they're smiling. He said, by believing what he said and by conducting myself with joy amidst the trials that he in his wisdom allows to come to pass. That's why we are called oddballs. Amen. Amen? So, you see, we, we enter into a certain process. So, this God, this, our God is the same God in between. Amen. Amen? Because God wants us to enter into a certain process. That in the end, amen, a son and daughter of God will come out. And it only comes with, with, with trials and testings. Amen. So there must be a way through it. So, and, 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 and people must recognize God's way. There is no other way. You know, just like the world, you know, the, 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 the denominations, they rejoice, you know, on John chapter 3, verse 16. It said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on Him should not perish, but will have eternal life. Yeah. That is something which is encouraging. Yeah. Amen? But it must come through God's process. Yeah. Amen. Amen? You know, it, not, it is not just that the preacher lets you feel you're a Christian. We must have to pass through a certain process. 
And there is no other process but through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ by justification, sanctification, and baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You cannot be justified, amen, without passing through that blood. Amen. That's why even in the Old Testament, God never changed His pattern. Amen. In the Old Testament, you know, before you enter into the tabernacle, you have to pass through, you have to, uh, 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 to kill a sacrifice, Amen. You have to offer a sacrifice. Amen. You, you, you have to cut his throat and the blood must be spilled. Amen. There is no other way. You have to pass through that way. And so in the same manner in this generation, there is no other. When we talk about the rapture, there is no other way. But this message of the hour. Outside of the message of the hour, we can, a man or a, a woman cannot expect rapture. People can talk about it. People can expect it. But unless they see the message of the hour. Amen. Hallelujah. The rapturing faith will not be produced in them. Hallelujah. So these three stages of grace. And we, we must to pass through all these things. And so when, when, when Brother Benham uh, uh, preached about the stature of a perfect man. Amen. And we see only in the message we find it. You know when, when I shared something about the stature of a perfect man. You know you, you pray for Myanmar. Amen. And all, of course, in Japan, a lot of things are going on. But in Myanmar, there's a lot of great things that the Lord is doing. As I mentioned before, you know, I have been praying for Myanmar that the Lord will produce uh, more translators and younger ministers, you know, that will go with us and uh, to go around Myanmar and, uh, uh, and spread this end-time gospel. Amen. amen. And God, amen, honors our word. God honors our prayers. Because we have, no other, we have no other desire. We're not building any kingdom. Amen. Our passion is only for lost souls. And God, in so short a time, amen, in my previous trip, amen, the Lord gave me, brother team, gave me four young translators. Amen. That can go around, go with me. And by God's grace, we were able to print the church age book. And we were able to distribute that. And there is a young man. Amen. Uh, he came out of the denomination already. And he, st- he has started independent uh, uh, churches. And he has under him around 30 ministers. Wow. And in my previous trip before last. Amen. I was able, uh, I was given a chance to share this message. And uh, every Monday, because, you know, b- b- Brother Danny, he said, his name is Brother Michael. Uh, 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 we ca- uh, I stopped going to Bible school and these young ministers, you know, we have no place to go. And so every Monday, we, I gathered them. And so he gave me one slot. And I shared uh, the basic uh, things about the message. And they rejoiced over it. And then last Last trip, this brother gave me all the sessions in one whole day. And I presented the message in, in, in the whole day, three sessions, amen. And then we distributed the books. And before I came home, the brother said, Brother Danny, the, 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 the ministers are still asking for more books. Shall I give them? Okay, give them books as much as you can, amen. Because next time when we go back there, amen, uh, I, I told them, you read this book, you study it, and then when we go back, let's talk about it. Amen. And I was sharing with the brothers, you know, there was a brother, one of them, is tra- he, uh, he translated for me. And then uh, I shared about the original sin. 
And you could tell while, while I was sharing the original sin, sometimes he stops. And said, why, what, what? maybe in his mind, he said, what is Brother Danny saying about all these things? And so when I turned back, I, I, I went home. Uh, uh, he messaged me and I showed the brothers his, his questions. And I poured him with scriptures and everything. In the end, he said, now it's clear. You see, it's not us. It's the message. I believe there is, I know I believe there is a Filipino bride. I believe there is a Japanese bride. I believe there is, there's a bride also in Myanmar. And we just have to, uh, to cross all these kinds of borders, amen, to be able to, to send, you know, and share this message, this gospel, and let God do his own thing. There are seeds down there. Amen. The seeds down there, and they just have to, to hear the word of God. Uh, you know, but so, so you see, that's why sometimes, even in the ministry, at times, you know, we encounter some problems, we encounter some challenges. We're not excused on that. You go to mission, you have a lot of problems. You know, going to missions, not just, you know, you, not just desiring that you, you, you have another stamp in your passport. Amen. You go to mission. Amen. Of course, in Japan, uh, 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 at least in Japan, everything is, uh, you know, everything is good there. Yeah. Although everything is expensive. Yeah. Amen. But you go to Myanmar, it's a different thing. You go to Cambodia, it's a different thing. Yeah. But it's all missions for God's glory. Amen. Amen? But we're not looking on the hardships. But we're looking at the end. Because we know at the end. Hallelujah. There are sons and daughters of God. The predestinated sons and daughters of God. Will come into open. And they will receive the message of the hour. Hallelujah. So you see. That's why we don't complain. God is looking for believers and not complainers. So you see just like when God called Moses to deliver Israel. God promised them a land which is filled with milk and honey. Yeah? But he never told them, Bert Timothy, about the Red Sea, about the wilderness. No, he just told them about, you know, the land, the good land. So that's why in the process... In Exodus, he said, is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness? You know, Brother Branham said, oh, this old manna that falls out every night. Why? We'd rather have some garlic and leek out of Egypt. You see, their hearts wasn't ready for the journey. If you are a complainer, pray about it. You're not ready for the journey. We should stop complaining. Amen? Now, when we feel something that is going against what we are expecting, look at the end of the story. Amen? Look at the end of the story. And you will overcome all these things. We know at the end, I shall come forth as gold, as Job said. Amen? And so, and when a man or a woman begins to complain about going to church... They get so tired of going to church. They're not ready for the journey. That's right. There's something wrong somewhere. 
Amen. Sometimes people go to church because they feel good. But Paul and Silas, they didn't feel good. But they worshiped the Lord. Amen. So it's the God in between. Now I like this portion. He said, and Moses, because they were complaining. And Moses said unto the people, fear ye not. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. You know, when there is a problem, when there is a, 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 a something like, you know, a heavy thing in front of us. Amen. Stand still. God is going to do something great. Expect for something great. Amen. And, 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 and Moses said, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Egyptians giving all kinds of troubles in front of them. And here is the prophet told them. Amen. Stand still. Because for the Egyptians whom ye have seen today. Ye shall see them again no more forever. Glory. Amen. I like to hear that. You know. You shall see these Egyptians no more. But does that mean we're not going to face Enemies? Now look. In Exodus chapter 3 verse 8. You shall see no more Egyptians before you. Your enemies, the Egyptians, will no longer stand before you. You will see them no more forever. And that's good. But in Exodus chapter 3 verse 8, listen. And I come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And to bring them up out of the land unto good land and large unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Listen. No more Egyptians. But in the land which is flowing with milk and honey. Listen how many enemies are facing, are, are, are facing the, uh, the Hebrew children. Unto the place of the Canaanites. The Hittites. The Amorites. The Perizzites. The Hivites. The Jebusites. No more Egyptians. <laughs> but when you get there, you have all these kinds of sites. All kinds of websites. Amen. So you face all these things. No more Egyptians forever. But there are more enemies down there. Because it's a land filled with milk and honey. Amen. Because when you go with a land that is so rich. Amen. That is flowing with milk and honey. Let me tell you there are enemies down there. There will be somebody that will prevent you in going in. And stepping into it. Hallelujah. It's all yours. But the devil will try to stop you. Amen. Hallelujah. But let me tell you. Get in there. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is available for everyone who wants it. Amen. And now the devil will try everything. Hallelujah. You will enjoy that there's no more Egyptian when enemy is down. But eight more is coming. Hallelujah. But tell them, come on. Hallelujah. I already saw the ending. I saw the ending. Amen. Just come forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't look in between. Hallelujah. Look at the end of the story. You shall come for us gold. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Now listen. He said to bring them up out of the land and to a good land and a large land. Large land. But sometimes people think, oh, we're going to a promised land. A large land. Flowing with milk and honey. You know, maybe some, some people are thinking they will, they will find a river or a stream that is flowing with milk and honey. No, 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 no. There is no such river like that. In the promised land. You don't find a stream. You don't, you don't find a brook or something that flows with milk and honey. But listen, it is a large land. It is a rich land. That means it is a large and rich land. That means you have to work. <laughs> Amen. It is flowing with milk and honey. You have to plant. You have to, you know, to water the plants. You have, you have to take care of them so that the cattle will feed on them. So that they will produce milk. They will give milk. Hallelujah. And the plants, the flowers will bloom. And the honeybees will be flying out there. So you have something to do when you get there. Hallelujah. You just don't sit down and walk, amen, and wait for the stream or the, for a river or something that, that is flowing with milk and honey. No. That's why even if we have the Holy Ghost, we're continuing on working and working and working. Hallelujah. Because Brother Branham said, sanctification set us aside for service. But the Holy Ghost put us in service. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, no rivers flowing with milk and honey. Amen. Hallelujah. So you see, that's why there is no Christian, there's no message believer that is lazy. We are workers. Amen. We're being set aside for service. Amen. When we have, the, we're being sanctified by the word. Amen. But the Holy Ghost will put us into service. Amen. Because we find our place in the body of Christ. Amen. So you see in Hebrews, he said, But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation. Amen. It's not just salvation. But there are things that accompany salvation. In 11, we desire that every one of you do should the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Amen. So there is always the end of the story. And for the people of God, the ending is always beautiful. Don't look in between. Don't stop in between. Go through till the end. Amen. So, you see in the message, I know. He said, and why does God let troubles come? God harness trouble, puts bits in his mouth and makes it obey him. And those troubles bring us into a closer fellowship with God. That's the purpose. Amen. The last one said, we ask for comfort and peace. God gives us the best he could give. Trials and tribulations. That's better than comfort and peace. Our comfort is just beyond the river. 
at the end of the story. Comfort and peace goes at the end. Hallelujah. So don't complain where you are in right now. Amen. Whatever it is, go to the end. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's why. And, 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 and see, when, when Brother Branham spoke about the great masterpiece. Amen. And so, you see, uh, he said, in God's only provided place of worship. Let me read this portion. He said, now. <clears throat> he said, seven days. What does the type divide the complete seven church ages? Seven days. Why they have to eat it seven days before what? Before going out. And the whole church is from the beginning to the end. Has to live only on the word of God of that age. Amen. So your Roman creed, Methodist, Baptist, and Pentecostal creeds are all dead. Now watch. He said, for thou comest forth out of the land of Egypt in haste. Thou mayest remain the day when remember. The day when thou comest forth out of the land of Egypt all the days of thy life. He said in paragraph 127. In the beautiful bride of Christ. After her death through the dark ages by the Roman Empire, that she had to die. Amen. So listen. Amen. Even if you look at the whole picture of the bride, of the church in history. Amen. It fell, you know, it went down to the grave in the dark ages. But because there is life in her. Amen. There is seed in her. And you know, that was the mistake that Satan did to the seed. When he buried the seed. Amen. Because there is life in that seed. When that was buried under the ground. It grew. Amen. In the dark ages. Amen. The bride was also, also placed in the, under the grave. Amen. In the dark ages. But because there is life in it. There is a seed germ in that. Hallelujah. It, it, it is, it's not a, you know, it, it's not an organization but it is something, hallelujah, inside of there is life in it. Yes, amen. So it, come, it came out. And in the end, hallelujah, it produced, it shows its beauty. Amen. Showing the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you see the bride in the making. Yeah. Amen. And, and, and uh, 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 Paul said, I have espoused you to one husband. See, he was already looking at the end. He was already looking in the last days. Amen. A bride spouse to the bridegroom. And he said, now, he said, the bridegroom had to come, the perfect masterpiece of God. You all heard my message on that. And said, he shared his experience about Michelangelo. And he said, it's a perfect statue. All but on the right knee, there is a nick about a half inch deep. Michelangelo had spent a lifetime of trying to make, he was a sculptor and he was trying to make the image of Moses. Now you know, as I have said before, you know, an ordinary person can look at a certain log. And all he sees in that log are firewood. That's how far he can look at it. Amen. But you know, there are gifted men. Sculptors look differently. When they look at the log, they, they, they just don't see any firewood. But they look through it. Amen? The sculptor can see an eagle inside. And when he holds his chisel and his hammer 
And suddenly he, 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 he starts to work on it. And the eagle that he sees inside, amen, little by little it comes into the open. It's being revealed what's inside that lug. Amen. Now people in the world, they look at us like oddballs. We're nothing. Amen. We're not something special. But in the sight of the greatest sculptor of all, he sees something inside you. Amen. Hallelujah. And so because he sees something inside you, then when he starts to hold his hammer and his chisel and he work on you, Amen. And, 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 and he manifests, he displays what's inside of you. You're an eagle to begin with. Hallelujah. God saw you before the foundation of the world. But you have to come through a certain process. Amen. So now, you see, it's Michelangelo. He said, spend a lifetime of trying to make a sculptor. And he was trying to make the image of Moses back in his mind. He had in mind what Moses should look like. He had that in his heart, what Moses should look like. And when he spent his lifetime, chisel a little here and rub it. Stand back and look at it year after year after year. You know, sometimes Michelangelo will just visit his work and sit down there and look at it. Go around it. Doing nothing. And then he goes back. Just like what Job said. When I look back, I don't see him. When I look forward... He hides himself. Sometimes we don't feel God. Amen. But you know, when you don't feel God, that's the time you need to walk by faith. Just like Job said, he know the steps that I take. He's just watching us. At times, we don't really feel him. But his presence is always there. He's just watching us. What she we shall do. Amen. And so Michelangelo will just sit down and spend hours looking. And he never moves. And then leaves his subject and then go back again. And then little by little. Just do a little thing. Because he is carefully doing things so that the thing that is in, my, in his mind will be transformed. That's right. Amen. The image of Moses, Brother Barnum said, the image that was in the mind of Michelangelo, he really wanted to make it real. And so at the end, of course, this, you know, we're, not, we're so familiar with this story, but you see, when, 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 that's why when, when, when Moses finished the sculpture and he was so inspired, Brother Branham said. He was so inspired, amen, that he, he, he took that sculpture, something that is real in front of him. It was his imagination was so transformed in that image that he felt like Moses was really in front of him. So that's why, you know, he was talking to this image. And when he was so upset, he was so disappointed, he shouted, Speak! Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And so, uh, uh, when, 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 it was, when it was done, and it was finished, and it, was, it will be displayed publicly, you know, and people look at it, and everything look at it, and you know, Brother Barnum said, 
everything, every work of God must be put on display. It must pass through the eyes of the critics. Amen? Before it will be placed in a hall of fame, it must be, you know, uh, the, the, the hall of critics will pass through it and, 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 and criticize everything, critic everything that they will see. I remember when Brother Branham told the story about that door. Amen. And, and, and the painter painted that door so good. And, 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 and the critic said, you know, your painting was so good. Amen. Uh, the color combination, the lightings and everything. You were able to put everything in there as if it is so real. But I found something and you look like you forgot it. What is that? The painter said. And he said, you forgot to put a latch on it. And you know, only the painter and the sculptor knows what's behind it. And the painter said, well, I did not commit a mistake. That's the main thing in that painting. Amen? Because you see, you don't see any opener outside. Because somebody, someone inside will be the one to open it. the same like the Lord knocking at the door. Amen? He's not a, a gate crusher. He wants you to open up. Amen? He can force his way through. Amen? But he wants us to make our decision. Amen? And so you see, in, in the same thing, when, 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 when Michelangelo hit that and said there was, uh, uh, there was a, a, a nick at the, uh, uh, the leg of, of, of that statue, Amen? And so that was because, amen, that is what made that work so great. Amen? But you see, there is something in this that I, that, that I want to say, amen, because that piece, amen, in paragraph 51, he said, so we see that he, after he made this masterpiece, he placed it up here on the earth and put it in the most beautiful place there was in the Garden of Eden. He placed his masterpiece. The two being one in the Garden of Eden. How it must have pleased him that he saw this masterpiece was well. He after that we find out that he rested. He was so well pleased with his work. Now remember Brother Manam said. My opinion the masterpiece is the stroke that marked St. Angelo's Moses masterpiece in the monument. And it was the stroke that cut the side of his masterpiece that brought out the bride. So there was a slash on the side because Michelangelo hit it. And he was so moved that when he, when he spoke, he speak and he strike it. And in that portion, something came out and it fell off. Amen? So there is a mark here and something is missing. And Brother Branham said, that portion, just like when, when Adam, you know, he slept and then God cut his side and took his rib. Amen. And that came out the woman. And that woman was part of Adam. 
And in that illustration, when Moses hit, and, or, or when Michelangelo hit the statue of Moses, a piece of that, a part of that came out. Amen. And it went wherever it is. And he said, that part is the bride. Amen. And now, when God picks it up by his justification, this is the portion just like the rib of Adam. He makes the bride out of it. Out of it, he makes the bride. And he's he's making another masterpiece which was inside, which was actually part. Of the original masterpiece. And there is a, a, you know, another you know, a byproduct of that masterpiece. And that is the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's the same thing. You know, when he hit that, that uh, 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 when Michelangelo hit that or strike the statue. Amen. You are that portion. I am that portion. And you know, sometimes when it is a marble, you know, it, it broke into particles. You know, it goes around, you know. So just like, that's why, you know, we get a peace. We get a peace from Japan. We get a peace from the Philippines. We get a peace from Myanmar. We get a peace from all over the world. Amen. And that peace, amen, God will pick it up through the message of the hour. We will hear the call of God. Amen. And God from then on will little by little come out of it. The bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Why? It's the masterpiece. Amen. Coming into full view. So we are part. We are a portion. And he is our portion. Glory. Glory. So he said now. Then it was the stroke that cut the side of his masterpiece. That brought out the bride. And now we see them as a masterpiece family. In the garden of Eden. How beautiful it was. And it so pleased him. Till he took rest then. And I rest. But he, while he was resting and trusting to his masterpiece. His enemy come and found this great masterpiece. And by deceit, he crawls under the garden walls. And he marred this beautiful masterpiece. Amen. In the garden of Eden. God's Eden. He made the Eden so beautiful. And he placed there his masterpiece. But the serpent, Satan. Amen. Then Satan crawls in. While God, while he was resting. But God knew everything. Amen. God knew everything. Amen. Amen. He began, he allowed these things, but God was looking at the end. Amen. So he crawled, amen. And he said, look what God did, amen. He said, and crawled in God's Eden for 6,000 years. And, and, and Satan built his own Eden. That's why the place, the world that we're living in right now, this is called by the prophet Satan's Eden. Amen. Satan took the bride in the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. But in the last days, this is Satan's Eden. Amen. God brought again, brought out his bride out of Satan's Eden to produce a masterpiece. Hallelujah. And that is now he's making the bride for himself. Hallelujah. In this Garden of Eden, you know, Satan is trying to do everything to make this to make this world beautiful, to make this comfortable, to make this world convenient. Everything so that people will enjoy. Amen. You know, you know, Satan, when he looks at the world, when he looks at Jesus, there is no beauty that he could desire on him. Amen. And in the same manner, the bride in this day, no matter how Satan will make this earth, this 
world so beautiful and convenient, we cannot see any beauty in it. Because we're looking for another thing. We're looking for the Word of God. Amen. And God, you know, He's making the bride and He's, he's building up, building up, building up. Amen. One word. Amen. Uh, uh, you know, God, we're being called by God. And for a thousand years after that, God spoke a word to a woman right there. These are my wordings. The word became flesh in a virgin has conceived. Amen. And it was without sex as it happened in the Garden of Eden. Amen. So just right there when, 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 when God through that angel spoke to Mary. And Mary agreed and Mary believed the word of the angel. He said, be it unto me according to your word. Then something happened in her womb. Amen. So the same spot that Satan through the serpent marred the masterpiece in the Garden of Eden. When God came down, he went through the spot, the womb. So just right there in the womb... The battle is already finished. Yeah. The battle is already done. Because that seed in the woman, amen, the seed in, uh, in the virgin holds all the potentials. Yeah. Yeah. But I would like you, uh, I would like every one of us to see that inside that word that became flesh, inside of that gene is the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. We did not come from anything else. We did not come from any denomination, although we come out of there. Amen. But we are a byproduct of that word. Amen. That was being spoken through the, to the, through, through, through the Virgin Mary. And it was, the word became blessed. We were already part of that. So that we can, so in that way, we cannot do otherwise. Because we are part of the word. And so when you see the word in your day, you cannot resist. Amen? Because you're part of it. You can recognize it. Something that people don't recognize. Because they have not been part of it. Amen? So, you see, God, amen, uh, uh, Satan took that, you know, and, and God today in this generation, God is placing his bride. When we recognize who we are, amen, and what we are supposed to do, Amen? And then God, God's work can be displayed through the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. But we have to pass through all this. Uh, uh, you know, God wants to accomplish something in this day and age through His bride. Amen. And so that's why we realize, amen? We realize that, you know, all these things that we come through, we pass through, it has only one purpose and that is to produce the bride of Christ in us. Now let me give you an example. You know, during the time, you know, uh, I remember Sister Haiti Wright. And God spoke to Brother Branham. And the voice spoke to him and he said, tell the woman whatever she asked for. It will come to pass. Amen. And of course, we know the situation. There were prevailing situations at that time. There was a loved one who was sick. Amen. And Haiti Wright was so poor. And even the prophet was expecting that either Sister Haiti Wright will ask for, you know, bunches of dollars. And Brother Branham had so much confidence that the voice who spoke to him, amen, it will make it happen. Yeah. 
And he was expecting, he said, you know, I was expecting that, you know, that, uh, 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 that sick person will just stand up, you know, and jump because that was being spoken. Now, of course, it's, it's a normal story for us. But we see how a man or a woman that is fully converted by the word of God, he knows what to ask for. Amen. The reason why God has placed us in some different and hard situations. Because God wants us to see that when we speak, we will speak the right thing. And God is making the bride for him who can speak the word. As if God is the one speaking it. Because God will speak through him or through her. To the bride. So God is making this bride to speak the word that God wanted to be spoken. Just like before the fall, when Adam called all these animals, all these creatures, God entrusted him Amen. all these things. And whatever Adam named those creatures, it was the same name that God was supposed to give with those creatures. And so that's why in this day and age, God is making the bride so that she can speak what God wants to be spoken. We're not going to speak our own, but we're going to speak the words that God wants us to speak. Amen. Amen. And just like this woman, and you know, uh, uh, Sister Head right, you know, he said, you know, uh, how can I say it, Brother Branham? She was so nervous. And I could think, you know, you know, can you, you, you probably, Sister Hater, right, could have told Brother Brown, Brother Brown, can you just do it for me? You are the prophet. I trust you. You can speak whatever God wants. But that was not what God said. The voice that spoke to Brother Branham said, say to that woman, whatever she wants, it will come to pass. And that's one thing I want to leave you tonight, brothers and sisters. That God wants us, in the end, whatever, whatever we pass through, amen, we're going to speak the same thing that God wants us to speak. Amen. And that is the main purpose, the main theme of God making the bride for Him. Because we are his representative. Yes, sir. Amen. So you see now then. Amen. So he said. Uh, Brother Branham. How can I do it? Just speak the word. You know the right spoke the right thing. Amen. Of course healing. We still believe in healing. We still pray for sick people. Amen. I, you know even in my country. Even in my church. There was. Uh, I remember. Uh, uh, a sister, and it happened to be she's my sister-in-law, and you know uh, he went. She went to the hospital, and uh, the, the 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 doctors told her that you know there, you have a tumor, and that tumor needs needs a surgery to be taken out of you. And so she went home. That was Friday. To pack up and prepare for the surgery the following week. 
But Sunday came and we prayed. Amen. And, and you know, uh, uh, the prayer request was, was given. And we had a little mezzanine back there. And she was, she was upstairs. And, you know, the pelt, I, I just felt led to call her uh, to the downstairs. And we prayed. Amen. And so that was a Sunday. And that same Sunday evening, we brought her to the hospital. Because Monday, that was the scheduled surgery. But before she went to the, uh, to the surgery, they checked everything, and they were surprised. Amen? They examined him, her repeatedly, and the, the doctor said, where did you put that tumor? Is the same God. Amen? Because God, as He's making the bride, God is building up, building up our confidence in Him. Not on our own, but our confidence in Him, just like Job. He knoweth the, 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 the road, amen? The path that I'm going to take when He tried me. He knows that in the end, I shall comfort as gold. Amen? So we can speak the right thing if we have that kind of revelation and we have confidence in Him. Hallelujah. And so you see, where did you put those tumors? It's gone. And you know, there is a, a a medical proof that that tumor was just right there three days ago. Amen. So it's the same God today. All right, but anyway, so Sister Hedy Wright was placed right there. He, she believed that God can do, he, he can heal her loved one. Amen. God, you know, uh, 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 now th- th- that confidence, you know, just speak. The, the prophet is, is there to bring the confidence, to bring up the confidence in, 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 in the level that Hedy Wright can speak the word. And so Hedy Wright spoke the right thing. Amen. Amen. Not money. Amen. Not that he, she didn't believe. But she asked for something that is greater. Amen. Amen. And this is a burden, brothers and sisters. That today, Brother Branham said, it's not fair that we have heard this message quite a number of times. But there are people out there in other parts of the world that have not heard this message not even a single one single time we have a responsibility amen we have the responsibility and like Haiti right amen I believe she represents the picture of a bride to the fullest that she can speak the right thing and have passion for the salvation of the souls of her children Amen. And you see, you see the burden of, 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 of Sister Haiti Wright. You, you know the heart of Sister Haiti Wright, you know? So the, the front, they, they, they were building and, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, what you call this, the trustees are so uh, afraid and they're so against that a poor woman like Haiti Wright should put in something for the building fund. And the brother wanted to return part of it. And Brother Branham said, I wanted to return 
the other part. But the Holy Spirit spoke to him. Amen. Amen? So sometimes we do things just like Sister Heterat because he, she had passion for soul. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? She gave something that even hurts her. She was so poor and yet she could give something for the cause of the word. Amen. And that's the position that we are in right now. We're so tired of this world. I'm tired, Brother Craig. Amen. But I'm not giving up. <laughs> when I say I'm tired, I'm not saying I'm giving up. Amen. But I'm tired, but I will keep on pushing. Amen. Uh, 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 spreading this end time gospel to the needy. Amen. Because that is the main purpose. For us to seek and find that last predestinated seed. Amen. And he said, you know, he said, he said, he had to look around and all around. And she said, Brother Bill, my greatest desire is for the salvation of my two boys. And that tells a lot. And I believe we have the prophet on the scene he, before. And now he's off the scene. But he said, you know, I see some kind of uh, 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 a scene there. That here comes the prophet and he is, he was elevating the faith of the woman. Just like the bride today. This message of the hour, amen, is lifting up our faith. Amen. amen? To, a certain, uh, uh, to a certain level. Brother Benham said, amen, he said, now we are, he said, I believe that the church of the living God is moving into a sphere now. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? We're, we're moving up into a certain sphere now. Right. Amen? That, you know, little by little, we're fulfilling God's commission. Amen? That God has entrusted to us. He said, I believe that the church of the living God is moving into sphere now. That God is going to shake the whole world. That's the first time it's been since the days of Jesus of Nazareth to a human being. Ask anything that you will and it shall be given unto you. Anything you desire. Don't you see the words of Jesus Christ being fulfilled? Oh, it's going to come to pass pretty soon. I'm looking for it to happen in this meeting. I'm wanting it to happen now that the anointing will strike the whole church of the living God. And she will rise to her feet like a mighty marching army. The sick will be healed by a word. The blind will see. The deaf will hear. The dead will be raised up. And the power of God will shake the world with the church of the living God. We're in the process of it now. I believe it's coming soon to pass. I believe it will be just exactly that way. I believe it's going to strike the church of God soon. And it's going to start a revival that shake the world. Amen. And he said, I believe it. Hallelujah. And he said that, you know, you know, he saw that long time ago. Amen. But I believe we're actually in that sphere now. We are in such a realm where, where the bride can speak the mind of God. Amen. And things. Amen. We will be placed in such a condition that God will, you, you know, uh, we will put our full confidence in God. And we can speak things. And it will happen. Amen. Not that we are God. We're not, we're not taking the position of the bridegroom. We, re, we will remain the bride. Amen. 
Hallelujah. But as the uh, uh, but as Brother Branham put his trust into a simple woman like Haiti Wright to speak the thing that she wanted and it came to pass. Amen. So I believe we're, we're in that condition. We're in that position. So God is moving up, lifting and lifting up our faith. And he said, we're moving into that sphere. We're moving. We're entering into that cycle. Amen. And that's the main purpose of this message of the hour. Amen. But Benham himself said, you know, the messengers are but example of the age that they are living in. Amen. Amen. So if Brother Branham is just an example, if he spoke the squirrel into existence because God told him to speak about it, right. amen, if, if that little tiny fish without any internal organs, amen, could swim back again into life, amen, through the, uh, through the mouth of the prophet, and, and a prophet in the age is but an example for that age. What about us? Hallelujah. So all these things, all these things that are going on uh, uh, in our lives, amen, in our age today, is just building and building our faith until God, amen, will make up, hallelujah, the full manifestation of the bride in action in this generation. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see now, amen, and it happened before, and let me close with this thing. When, uh, when Abraham was called by God, Amen? To offer Isaac. You know, Abraham did not look in between. He believed God. He trusted God. Amen? But his mind was limited that even if he kill his own son, God is able to raise him up. Amen? But we know that something have happened beyond Abraham's expectation. Amen. But because of Abraham's trust and confidence upon God, something great beyond his expectation happened. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, you know, he was willing to, uh, to sacrifice his own son. He was willing to, to give his own son, kill him as an offering. Amen. But, but you know what? In the Old Testament, you know, although those, those uh, uh, what you call this, all these animals that have been killed, they just covered sins. They did not wash sin. Amen? And it never happened. You know, if there is any man in the time of Abraham that will kill their child to be offered, only pagans can do that. Hittens can only do that. But look at Abraham. God required him to do something like pagans were doing. That was not supposed to be done. Unbelievers, hittens, can kill their children and offer it to their gods. But God required Abraham to do something, and Abraham did not question God. Amen. Yeah. He said, I'm not a pagan, I'm a believer. Yeah. Why should I do things? Yeah. Something beyond 
what I am supposed to do. He never questioned God, but he trusted God so much. Amen. And so Abraham was just right there, and he was about to be laid on the, on, on the altar. And, you know, just like Jesus, you know, nobody forced him. He gave his life. And Brother Branham said the same thing with Isaac. He never resisted. When he saw, amen, that, you know, Father, here is the, here is the altar. Here is the firewood. But where is the sacrifice? And Abraham spoke the word. And he said, the word shall, pro- the, 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 the Lord shall provide himself a sacrifice. Amen. amen. And let me close with that. And he said, you see, <clears throat> so when Abraham did that, he said, man, you see, and that when, when he said, when the question was brought up about Jehovah Jireh, she said, that's nothing but the truth. Amen. And this is about uh, Sister Hetty Wright. But when it comes to Abraham, and he said, when he spoke the things, the Lord shall provide a sacrifice for himself. Suddenly, there was a ram. Bah, bah. But said, where did it come from? You know, you can look around and you see it's bare. You know, no ram will come to that place. Where did it come from? It come, it was the first spoken word. Spoken by a man of God, Abraham, when he said, the Lord shall provide himself a sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Brother Branham said, you know, it came into existence because a prophet spoke of it. And it was just so natural. Because Abraham had so much confidence in God that he could speak things naturally and it came to pass. It happened. And it happened to Brother Branham. He said, you know, it, was, it wasn't a vision. I shoot it. I killed that squirrel. And not only that, I ate it. Amen. So, they're just examples in this age. Look what God is making up. Amen. The bride. Look what direction we are going. Amen. Look at the direction we're heading for. If we just put every confidence in God, that whatever happens in our lives, God has something to do with it. It is His will and it is needful. Hallelujah. As I call on Brother uh, uh, Brother Timothy, amen. You know, you you just pray for us. Pray for Brother Danny. Pray for the believers in the Philippines. Pray for the believers in Myanmar, in Japan. As we call on, thank you, the musicians, on your place. Amen. Just keep on praying. We're looking for the particles. We're looking for the parts. Amen. And they're just, you know, they they were just scattered in different places. But through this message of the hour, God will magnetize them and bring them in. And out of them will produce, God will make the bright out of it. Let's all stand up. As I call on Brother Timothy. Amen. God bless you. We pray for you. You pray for us also. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.